following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Are you tired of conflict, drama, fighting, and people problems? Are you ready to learn the simple skills to improve all your relationships and make them thrive? Well, it's easier than you think. Relationship Radio brings you practical advice to be your best and improve your life. We break down the complicated problems and make them simple and easy. And when you know better, you can do better. Here are Master Life Coaches Nicole Cunningham and Kim Giles. Welcome to Relationship Radio on Voice America. We make healthy relationships simple and easy so you can know better and do better. I'm Nicole Cunningham. And I'm Kim Giles. We're excited to be here today. We've got some great content planned for the show today. We're going to be talking about the real secrets to understanding human behavior, Nicole. The fact is we can actually understand people and why they do what they do. Yeah, this is important because we've got to understand the real reasons people do what they do. And we really want to discuss this with our listeners today, the importance of understanding what's driving human behavior. So I always say the reaction's on top, but what's underneath the reaction? What's actually driving that? Yeah, we get a little caught up in the actual behavior and how bad it is, right? Yeah, and how offended you feel or mistreated. Sometimes we don't look deep enough to understand the real reason. Now, I want to explain to our listeners why they care. Why do we need to know the underlying reason of human behavior? And and basically, your the quality of your relationships really determines your success and happiness both at work and at home. Yeah. If you can build good relationships with people, you're going to be happier and you're going to do better everywhere in your life. So this is a big deal. It's partly why we called the show Relationship Radio yeah. because we know of all the aspects of human development yeah yeah good relationships are so key I've always thought that you're only ever as happy as your most unhappy relationship wow you know and when when I want you to think about that think of the relationships that cause you the most suffering and how stuck and how despondent and how much pain and suffering there is when that relationship is either unhealthy or dysfunctional or it's just not where you want it to be you become miserable you do you really do. And Nicole, uh, lately, a bunch of our clients, when they've kind of finished coaching with us, they have said what they gained the most from what we teach is literally this clarity mm. that when a problem with another person is happening, they now see it accurately. They understand why this person is behaving this way and why I'm reacting that way. And they get it. And if you get it, you know exactly how to fix it. Yeah. And this is really why we came up with the 12-shape relationship system, right? Is because all of us are different. Our responses are different. But if we can share that people science that we have, that insight as to why people do what they do and understand it, all of a sudden you put a microscope there and all of a sudden you understand and see what you're working with. Right. So um, share with everybody, We you wanted to start the show today with 
a, a little bit of an assignment, I guess. Yeah, yeah. We want this to be a transformation experience, a breakthrough experience for, for all of our listeners. So I want you to think about your relationship, the one that's giving you the most grief, <laughs> the most trouble. And what are the feelings and the suffering that you have in that relationship? Are they feelings of selfishness? Do you feel like there's ego at play? Um, is it competitive? What's actually going on in this relationship that is causing that suffering? Yeah, uh, and and looking at, at just the behavior up front, yeah. the behavior Not that's the reasons going why. on, right. yeah. um, are, are we getting defensive really easy mm. in that relationship? Do we trigger that in each other? Or do I often feel insulted or talked down to by this other person? Mm. It, is it really a mistreatment kind of issue where I constantly feel mistreated? Is it we just don't get each other? We have misunderstandings? Maybe it's just a communication breakdown. You know, there's so many different ways that it can look at. So just think for a moment where your suffering lies and what's really going on with that relationship. And if you want help with your relationship, you can actually call into us here on Relationship Radio by dialing one eight 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 three four six nine one four one. That's one eight 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 three four six nine one four one and we would love to help you with your specifics of what's going on for you yeah we we want everybody who's listening today to think of a relationship that they want to work on today but if you would really like to get some help and have us work on yours we'd love to have you call in to the station um so nicole let's talk a little bit about how all of us function from balanced state and an unbalanced state yeah so a lot of people kind of look for the emotion like all right I'm in anger or I'm in grief or I'm in disappointment or I'm in in you know despondency now we we've simplified that and said you can only actually be in two states those emotions can be in one or either of the states it's a balanced or an unbalanced state so when I'm at my best I'm in my balanced state that's when I'm thriving I'm showing up with love I'm a better person I can show up for others it's about the we me and everyone else in an unbalanced state I'm completely shut down, I'm triggered, I'm fearful, I become selfish. And and in that place, it's not about me and everyone else. It's just me. I'm stuck in that state. So you know you're in an unbalanced state if you are experiencing any kind of negative emotion, yeah. basically. If you're upset, sad, depressed, anxious, angry, whatever it is, it's not it's not a balanced state. In a balanced state, you feel calm, you feel secure, you feel safe. Um, you're you're really capable of showing love to both yourself and other people. Yeah. Now, I think the first time I really understood these two states, I went, okay, unfortunately, I'm living in the unbalanced one a lot of the time, and yeah. I think a lot of us are. Yeah, because we don't know how to get out of that state. If we did, if we knew better, we could do better, right? Yeah. And this is the whole premise of Relationship Radio, to help you understand which one of those two states are you spending most of that time in and how to actually then show up best for yourself and then with all of your relationships. So, Nicole, what's the real underlying cause of unbalanced behavior, unbalanced state? It's fear. The fear is the base of all bad behavior. Okay, so this is really big for our listeners to get. And we're going to talk about it a lot, but I want to make sure you understand there's two states you function in. Balanced is we call a love state, too, a place of love. And unbalanced is a fear state. And love and fear, uh, everything we do, every moment of every day is driven by one of those two things. We're either love motivated or we're fear motivated. Now, the two can't exist in the same space, though. 
It's right? like light and dark. It is. It? It's literally, I'm in the light or I'm in the dark. And so a lot of us dart from one side to the other in the matter of seconds, right? Or minutes or hours. And, and particularly, you know, teenagers or people who are going through crisis, they can really flit into between these states really quickly. Others of us can spend long periods of time in one state and then the other. But there's only two states. Right. Okay. So... It's, it's fairly easy for, especially a new client that hasn't worked with us before, to recognize all day long which state they're in. It's pretty yeah. obvious. They feel it. They, they either feel, feel good or they don't. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So now we're going to give you the second piece here to understand human behavior. And I have to tell you, this is so life-changing when you really start to get it. There are only two fears, and we call them the two core fears, that are in play when you're in a fear state. And as you begin to recognize which of the two core fears are in play with you or this other person in the relationship, you will then really get what they need and what you need and how to deal with them. So today we want to dive deep into the first core fear, which is the fear of failure, the fear that you might not be good enough. Yeah, so that's that's the big one that most of us are plagued with, right? Because we compare ourselves to others, we put ourselves in a state where we're depleted, we don't look after ourselves, and then that projection happens. Or we just simply look outside of us and wish that things were different, yeah. right? I'm not good enough. What's wrong with me? I'm broken. And you know, Nicole, I really believe that this fear started when we were really small, because as a, as a small child, all you hear all day is don't be like that. Don't do that. No, no, no. We, you need to be different. You need to be better. You need to be like this to earn our approval. And, and we picked that up pretty quick that apparently I have to be different than who I naturally am in order to be enough. And so this is really where that adaptive behavior comes in. We start changing ourselves for others or we start adjusting and turn into every shade of the, you know, the chameleon, right? Anything to just be accepted, right? And, to, and I call this good girl syndrome. You know, that's what it looked like for a lot of our clients, women um, as, as children, is that we receive this feedback and then we do whatever it takes to get that positive feedback. And we start adjusting from that true essence of who we are. So, Nicole, I have a story. I remember when I was a small child, a, a situation where I spilled my orange juice at breakfast and it spilled all over my dad. And he was dressed in a fancy suit and mm. he kind of got upset because now he was going to have to go change, be late, and he yeah. kind of got mad at me. And I remember as a little girl trying to explain it was an accident. I didn't mean to do it. And that didn't help. That didn't make it better. And I, I literally remember thinking in my head at that moment, I have to literally be perfect or they won't love me. Mm. And and this, I think, is what happens to a lot of us as a small child. We get this, this rule made in our head that in, in, if I make any mistakes, if I'm not exactly what they want me to be, then they won't accept me or love me and I won't be enough. And I think that was the birth of my huge fear of failure mm. that I might not be good enough. And and that's why we as arrows, because we've talked about this a lot, um, our shape is an arrow. Yeah. And, and we have a hard time getting any criticism or feedback from other people. And the reason that it hurts us so bad to get feedback is because it's just a dagger right to that core fear, our, our deepest, darkest fear. And I know we're not alone. Even the, the listeners who aren't arrows, a lot of the shapes yeah. have this same 
real deep core fear around failure, right? Yeah. And what happens when we get triggered by this is our behavior becomes unbalanced. We don't become who we are. We become protective of ourselves in this adaptive state where we then can't show up the way we want to for other other people or even for ourselves. Yeah, that's right. So the real reason that fear of failure creates a lot of bad behavior is that it keeps us focused on ourselves not being enough. And in that state, we don't show up for others. Mm. And I was kind of shocked the first time someone told me being insecure was selfish. Yeah. But I want everybody to think about that for a minute. Think about the last time you were in a room and you felt insecure and not enough, and you didn't measure up, were you, were you thinking or showing love to anyone else? No, you're just trying to sit in that state and work out, do I leave? Do I stay? This feels awful and awkward. It's all about me. It's all about me. Yeah. So, so we want you guys to start to understand why your fear of failure is such an issue in relationships. Mm. And I know we've got to go to a break in just a minute. When we come back, we're going to talk some more about how fear of failure affects your relationship specifically, how to lessen it. We're going to cover all of it today. Yeah, and how to live in this place of love instead of fear. So we'll be right back after this short break. You're with Relationship Radio on Voice America. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com does my marriage have to be so hard? How do I get my teen to communicate without drama? Why is my boss such a jerk? Why is my mother-in-law so controlling? If you want the answers to these questions and many more, you must read the new book called The People's Guidebook for Great Relationships. It's a small book and a quick read, but packed with the information you've always needed to understand and get along with all the people in your life. Master Life Coaches Nicole and Kim show you how to resolve conflicts and what language to use with each of your children to build more meaningful connections. In this new book, they reveal their life-changing 12 Shapes People Science and teach you about yourself and other people on a level that changes everything. Get your copy of the People Guidebook for Great Relationships at 12shapes.com. Again, the number 12shapes.com. Most companies have an existing accounting and finance department which are very capable of handling their day-to-day workload. However, all companies have extra or lingering projects from time to time. Now CFO provides extra professionals as an extension of your current team for those times. We help push accounting and finance projects across the finish line. We can also backfill full-time finance and accounting positions on an interim basis. Now CFO is a fully scalable outsourced solution. Throttle our hours up or down depending on your needs. Now CFO consultants work under your guidance at your location so you can oversee the hours we put in. We are engaged to deliver a solution. Visit nowcfo.com to learn more or call Now CFO at 1-855-669-2361 to schedule a free consultation today. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. You are listening to Relationship Radio. To reach Nicole Cunningham and Kim Giles or their guest today, please call 1-888-346-9141. 
That's 1-888-346-9141. If you'd rather send an email, please send it to info at upskillrelationships.com. Now back to Relationship Radio. Welcome back, everybody, to Relationship Radio with your master coaches, Kim and Nicole. And real quick, as we uh, we jump back into fear of failure, Nicole, I want to take just a second and thank our sponsor of our show. We have the most wonderful sponsor, uh, Now CFO. Mm-hmm. And we love Now CFO, not only um, because they sponsored the show, but they are actually our accountants. Yep, we they use look them after for us. our companies. Yeah. And they've been great because we, accounting is not our thing. No. And if you run a business and accounting is not your thing and you don't have the money to bring in a, a full-time CFO or controller, it's so awesome to have them. They send in somebody so knowledgeable. And remember when they first came in with us, they completely fixed our books. Well, they still fix all the stuff we stuff yeah. They do, they <laughs> They're do. wonderful. They handle everything, and it's very affordable. And if you've got a business that could use that kind of service, we highly recommend that you learn about what they do and give them a call. All their information is on our page for our show at Relationship Radio. Yeah. So um, we want to get back into fear of failure and talk a little bit about the bad behaviors. And the reason I want people to be able to see their spouse or their child or their coworker behaving badly and recognize that this is a fear of failure problem. So what are some of the bad behaviors that we see in people when they're very insecure and they're afraid they're not enough? Well, it's funny because they can go to two extremes. They can either really be puffed up and egocentric and projecting and talking down to people. Uh, You know, those real arrogant people that you think, goodness me, I want to tear them down a peg or two, you know? Or they can look like shut down and reserved and they play small. They don't believe in themselves and they, they don't really want to be the center of attention. Yeah, they they often don't speak up, don't say enough. Where yeah. others who have the same fear of failure talk too much. They talk too because much, Because they're yeah. trying to get validation from yeah. Now, That's both those behaviors, is, uh, is that person, and, and oftentimes even ourselves, right? We want to say this happens not just to other people, to us, uh, where they're just trying to get rid of that fear, anything to quieten that fear, because it's such a scary place. It is. So some of the ways that human beings naturally try to hide that fear or cover it is by being judgmental of others. Yeah. One, one technique is is looking for the bad in anybody else. And the more I gossip or talk about others and how bad or dumb or whatever they are, I it makes me feel like I'm better. Yeah, at and the level. blame and shame game. Oh, right. That's such a big dynamic in in relationships that are that are rocky. So explain what that looks like. Well, basically, it's a projection of, hey, I'm not wrong. You did this, this and this, you know, this is on you. Right. So not being able to take responsibility for anything, not being able to see your part. So that's not just the ego trying to protect ourselves, but that that blame and shame always cast that other person as less than you. As the bad guy. Yeah. I almost think we've watched too much TV or movies or something. We're used to in every story, there's a good guy and a bad guy. And we want to make that person the villain. The, yeah. Right? So we can be the good guy or at least feel like we are. Yeah. And so this is this is a really consistent dance with unhealthy relationships right it is so we've got gossiping we've got blame judgment other criticism projection of of um you know not taking responsibility for for their piece or blaming 
all of that stuff that's going on on How someone about, else. Um, neediness. Yeah. So I see this mostly with our teenage clients. I have to tell you that neediness, that codependent, that and whether that neediness is attached to a cell phone or a social media platform, or whether it's an unhealthy relationship with a peer or a boyfriend or a girlfriend, that neediness and the exaggerated dramatic response. I see that a lot as fear of failure in play. Yeah, I've I've no, I've watched you with a lot of our at-risk teens, and and the parents see a lot of the behavior as rebellious. Or, but if we really look under what's driving it, most of it is always driven by this deep, deep fear that they're not going to make it in the world anyway, that they're not going to be enough. And that's really our big message in today's show, Kim, is that we want you to see past the behavior that you get become so offended by and actually see what's underneath it. Because if we can understand what's motivating and driving this human behavior, that it's actually one of two core fears, we can then step into a place of compassion and love for these people instead of being offended and pulling back and and then getting triggered and then I'm in my unbalanced state and him or hers in her unbalanced state and then it's the perfect storm, right? Yeah, actually, I think there's one bad behavior we miss that I want to make sure we mention um, and it's really defensiveness. Mm. And and I know you and I have talked about this as arrows. We have a hard time getting criticism and feedback and we immediately become very defensive. Yeah, the walls come up, we become shut down. Because you have just triggered my biggest fear that I'm so afraid I'm not enough already. And we often have couples that come to us for coaching in their relationships. And the first thing they say is we need communication skills. We Mm. can't communicate. And, and honestly, I say that is actually not your problem. You can communicate fine. It's just that everything you say is triggering the core fear in, in your spouse or your, your partner. And now in this defensive state, you're both in fear and you're both now selfish mm. because that's what fear does. It makes us worry about protecting us. Mm. So no love is happening. And that's where that space gets bigger and bigger between those two people, right? Right. And this is really where the, the survey on our website, 12shapes.com, if you understand what your shape is, you'll understand what your unbalanced behavior looks like and how that relates to these true core fears. And then if you know the shape of the other person, because that's where we start with these couples, Kim, right, is we get them to understand their shape, understand what this unbalanced triggered behavior looks like, because then they can become more accountable. Right. So that, yeah, we always want to know their their shape. And the goal is to understand the fear trigger, isn't it? Yeah. So they can get that information on our website, 12shapes.com, and take the survey there and work out what shape you are and what shape the other person is. In the relationship. Yeah. Okay. Now, we also, when we came up with the 12 shapes, we had our animator actually create some monsters, too. Yeah. We have a fear of failure monster and a fear of loss. Now, we haven't got into the second core fear, fear of loss today. We're focusing on failure. But the reason I wanted this monster is because literally kind of what happens, the real me is very loving and kind and giving, right? But when my fear of failure gets triggered and the defensiveness comes up. You become a monster. It's (laughs) kind of like the monster starts driving. Yeah. And I behave in ways that really are not really me and I have to tell you I've seen that in my my relationships too where I look and say this is not you what all of this exaggerated response or this big drama or this projection all this anger this is not who I know you to be and so in that moment instead of me getting offended by that I can give it a a, a name I can intellectually understand right this is their fear of failure monster and that's what's coming at me 
So this isn't really who they are. They're in an unbalanced state. Right. Now, the beautiful thing about what we just taught them today about recognizing fear of failure as the underlying cause is that once you understand the cause, you see them as scared. You don't see them as just a jerk. Yeah. You don't see them as just mean, right? And so often we want to just see them as the bad guy and they're they're throw them under the bus, I'm done, right? And really what we're what what you now can see is a very scared person. Mm. And you have a whole nother level of compassion for them and what they're going through when you see them as scared and not just mean. Which then pulls that wall down. And we get back into our heart space and we can actually truly show up with kindness and compassion and then hear and validate and understand what's put you in that fearful state. Why did the monster come out? What is it that I can do to be the cure to your fear? Right. And that's really where the healing starts. That's when the relationship becomes healthy again and we have the opportunity to move forward and make some progress. Okay, so we've been planning to spend a lot of the show today talking about the cure to uh, fear of failure. Before we get into the cure, I want to make sure everybody understands uh, a core belief that's actually making us so afraid that we're not good enough. Have we got time to hit that? We've got a few minutes. Okay, I can do it pretty quick. Um, We basically have a foundational belief. Now, it's not a fact. It's a belief. And we think it's a fact, but it's actually just this weird subconscious belief we've all accepted that human beings' value can change, that our value can change. It can go up and it can go down. And we've all kind of accepted this as a fact, that if, oh, if I could just make more money or get a better job or have better clothes or lose some weight, whatever it is, I would earn more value. And then I could finally feel good about myself. I might even see myself as better. Mm. than other people but if my value can go up it can also go down which means every mistake I make every pound I gain every everything that makes me feel less I literally see myself as having less value than other human beings and we're going to talk about this a lot on probably all of our shows because we are so passionate about understanding that the core reason for all this bad behavior is that you think some people are better than other people. If you believe value can change and go up and down, you also have to believe that some human beings have more value than others. And Nicole, you've noticed this is actually the real reason we have a lot of problems on this planet. Absolutely. So if you look at all of the wars, all of the different political parties, all of the ways that we divide ourselves from others, it's because we've made this, we've all bought into this terrible subconscious belief that there are some people in the world that are better than other people. Now, we don't believe that at all. And (laughs) and we teach something completely different. And that is that every human being on the planet has the same value, which means whether they go for the blue team or the red team, or whether they vote for this political party or the other, or whether they have different levels of, um, you know, education education or or understanding about things or whether it's the color of their skin right everybody is the same yes we all have the same value now we're going to give our listeners a bunch of ideas on how to change that belief in a powerful way for yourself and your family so that you can actually help your your partner your children 
yourself to all lessen that fear of failure. And I actually often picture the monster shrinking Mm. where before it's huge and it's taking over my life. It now becomes this little tiny, tiny monster that I can control. And and so we're going to get into some amazing ways to actually change this fear of failure so it has less power in your life when we come back from the break. We're also going to talk about marriage and what this looks like in marriage, right? Because that's often the primary relationship that causes us the the biggest fear. So, yeah, we're going to get into that in a really big way. And this can completely change every single one of your relationships, just this one core principle. If you get it, and it's, it's simple to get. It's simple psychology. So don't go away. We'll be right back with more Relationship Radio on Voice America. your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Why does my marriage have to be so hard? How do I get my teen to communicate without drama? Why is my boss such a jerk? Why is my mother-in-law so controlling? If you want the answers to these questions and many more, you must read the new book, called The People's Guidebook for Great Relationships. It's a small book and a quick read, but packed with the information you've always needed to understand and get along with all the people in your life. Master Life Coaches Nicole and Kim show you how to resolve conflicts and what language to use with each of your children to build more meaningful connections. In this new book, they reveal their life-changing 12 Shapes People Science and teach you about yourself and other people on a level that changes everything. Get your copy of the People Guidebook for Great Relationships at 12shapes.com. Again, the number 12shapes.com. Most companies have an existing accounting and finance department, which are very capable of handling their day-to-day workload. However, all companies have extra or lingering projects from time to time. Now CFO provides extra professionals as an extension of your current team for those times. We help push accounting and finance projects across the finish line. We can also backfill full-time finance and accounting positions on an interim basis. Now CFO is a fully scalable outsourced solution. Throttle our hours up or down depending on your needs. Now CFO consultants work under your guidance at your location so you can oversee the hours we put in. We are engaged to deliver a solution. Visit nowcfo.com to learn more or call nowcfo at 1-855-669-2361 to schedule a free consultation today. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. You are listening to Relationship Radio. To reach Nicole Cunningham and Kim Giles or their guest today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. If you'd rather send an email, please send it to info at upskillrelationships.com. Now back to Relationship Radio. Welcome back to Relationship Radio. Now, if you have a relationship that you need help with, you can call in to us here at the station on one 888 Eight three four six nine one four one. We'd love to talk to you. Now, before the break, we were talking about 
this belief that it's it's not truth it's a belief that that human value can go up and down and how that really is the big problem that we have in all of our relationships it's really what's dividing up people's of groups of people on the planet but there's a way to get out of that kim there is and you know nicole i've been in personal development for so so long and when we first started to try to help somebody with fear of failure Uh, We tried giving them affirmations and all this stuff to convince them that you're valuable if you just believe it. And it never did anything. No, because no matter how many times we're told that, it doesn't cure the fear. We don't buy it. So um, years ago, I realized that the only way to actually really change this for people is to change the foundational subconscious belief that determines the value of a human being. And it has to be across the board it can't be just about you it has to be about all human beings you have to decide that for you all human beings have the same exact intrinsic worth and it cannot change there's nothing you can do that can earn more value and make you better or more valuable than another human being nothing you can do that can make you less valuable than any other human being and this is life-changing. And you, you've been watching as I have our clients for so many years who the first time they hear this, they go, it sounds really cool, but I don't buy it. They have to practice it, don't they? They do. And the number one question we get is, but what about bad people who do bad people, bad things to other people? You know, like people who commit crimes or people, Hitler. Hitler and things yeah, like that. We get all the time that all the time going, okay, well, I can get where you're going with this, but this just doesn't logically make sense. Okay, so my answer every time they ask that is, yes, you've got a lot of people that are going to make more bad choices, let's call them, mm-hmm. um, and and they are signing themselves up for certain journey a and, lesson, and right? classroom lessons in life mm-hmm. by their choices, which will be a different journey than maybe some people who are contributing in society and are more kind are creating for their classroom journey. But even though the journeys are extremely different, the lessons and the kind of experiences that we're all having are different. Our value has to stay the same because if we start making an exception anywhere, okay, well, we'll, we'll say we all have the same value except Hitler. Or except the guy in Vegas last week. Right. right? And, it, and it soon becomes the slippery slope that you're making all kinds of exceptions and you're right back to where you started. Which is where you were determining your value could change and other people's. And then you still end up being paralyzed by this fear of failure monster. So basically, you've got to choose a system. What? Where do you want to live? And you only have right? two options. Yeah. If you choose a system that casts some people as bad, you will never believe that you're good enough because that's what comes along with it. If you want to know that you're good enough every day, then you have to let everybody else be good enough too. It's one or the other. Yeah. So it's it's all or nothing. Pretty much when it comes yeah. to these beliefs. Now, I often have people say, now, wait a minute. You're saying all I have to do is decide for me that this is truth and then that's what it is. And they're like blown away that they actually have the power to do that. You actually really do. You've always had it and you have been choosing a belief. You've just been doing it subconsciously, not consciously. Yeah. So we want to make an empowered choice here and consciously choose where we want to live, which means that everybody has the same value regardless. And there's no exceptions to the rule, which means for the first time ever, I can feel secure in my life that I'm enough. Now, Nicole, it's not 
it, it's never enough for our clients to just work on this by themselves. Talk for a minute about how you have to make it a family thing. Yeah, so this is this becomes the new dialogue in the home, right? So if somebody makes a mistake, you you just kind of laugh it off. You don't have this big exaggerated response and you go, well, you know what? It doesn't change your value, okay? So whether they win or they lose, as long as they tried their best, you know, we, we all parent or try to parent, but we go, well, no, I love you more when you clean your room well no whether you cleaned your room or not you still have the same value right right so when they come home with a report card and they get a's it's awesome you work so hard you should be proud of yourself but you still have the same value as everybody else and you have exactly the same response if they come back with d's yeah right so we've got to drop our attachment as parents to some of their behavior being better than others Right now, that's a hard thing to do because I have to tell you, I have better weekends when my kids behave. But you're right? making it sound like you're okay if your kids misbehave, and you're not. You're still no. disciplining. You still have the same yeah. rules, but you're not attaching their value, value, and you make sure that you're making that clear. Yeah. That you know you you shouldn't have done that, and you're going to be grounded. But just know that it still didn't affect your value. And this is important within marital stuff as well, Kim, because we so want that other person to be the one that that tore the relationship apart and they hold the responsibility. What them right? do bad guys. Yeah. Well, no, it's not at all. It's okay, I don't like your behavior, but you know what it still doesn't change your value. So, yeah, well, let's let's get into marriage for a second. Can we do that? Yeah. This is relationship radio. We like to talk about your most important relationship. Um, we've kind of found that, that fear creates five emotions that cause the most problems in our marriage. Now, as we talk about this, I, I want all of our listeners to not just project and go, oh, yeah, my husband does that. My wife does that. I want you to own which ones you do as well. This is such a critical piece. So the yeah, first even one. more so, not as well, but let's focus on you because yeah. you're the only one you have control over. And you're 50% of the problem. So imagine if you could actually change that. That's powerful. So the first one is selfishness. And so we've talked about how fear of failure makes you selfish, easy to understand. Same with defensiveness. defensiveness. Neediness. So that's that clingy, attention-seeking behavior. Uh, resentment, that's all the space. That's when two people turn their backs on each other in bed and, you know, we'll start living like two ships in the night. We're sharing and cohabitating in this space, but we're actually not communicating and we're not sharing a life. That's resentment that that's, creates that space. And the last one is disappointment. And I've actually written quite a few articles. I believe disappointment is the poison that just destroys most relationships because the minute I feel like my spouse is disappointed in having me as his wife. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. I mean, that triggers my core fear so much. And the reality is that we all disappoint each other. We're yeah. going to disappoint each other all the time. We can't be perfect. I think also disappointment is linked with trust, right? So you have enough of that and you don't feel safe enough to trust that person. Right. Yeah. So that's these these are the, really the five pieces where fear of failure shows up for marriage. And this can literally, like you said, the poison, it can just eat away at us on the inside. Right. OK. So we, can we talk about what to do if this is happening in your marriage and because you're both functioning from fear of failure, there is a lot of selfishness and defensiveness, resentment. Maybe somebody's gotten needy. You're both disappointed at this point. Yeah. So all of them are in play. 
let's let's talk about some things we can do from there. Yeah. So more than anything, in that place of, of so much pain and suffering, we have to remember that that person has the same value as us. We have to. It's so hard to do. But we have to remember that their bad behavior and all of these things that are coming at us that we don't like, uh, we have to show up with love and compassion. And because they have the same value, don't make them the bad person. Don't get into projection. Don't get into blame and shame. Right? Right. Oh, this is, this is exactly what causes the problems. So um, if one person can do that, there's a pivot right? Because that same repetitive behavior, that's the same argument about the same things that has no resolution. <laughs> you know, we, we know that that's there in the marriage, right? If one of us can pivot at that point and actually show up with love and compassion and say, I see you as in fear. I see that you're in suffering. And you know what? I feel that too. All of a sudden we have an opportunity for new dialogue. Now, underneath that, um, I explain to clients a lot, if if your spouse has done something that, that's made you feel mistreated or or made you feel inferior and you want to bring that to them and talk about it, and you should. You shouldn't allow them to treat you badly and not bring it up. But if you bring it up in a way that I'm the good guy who's been wronged and you're the bad villain who's who has done me wrong... And that's the dynamic. Of course, they're going to get defensive immediately, but it's a totally different conversation. If it's, listen, um, this thing you did, it it's bothered me. Now, I do realize that I make mistakes too and that you and I have the exact same value and I'm not coming from a place of a high horse no. about this. I'm seeing us as equals. It's a totally different conversation. Yeah. And there's a new safety and a new trust that can then have a new experience, right? So one of you has to drop into that heart space, show up with compassion and actually pivot at that point for something new to happen. So once we start that dialogue, then we have the opportunity for new things to come in. Okay. Now, two other things we can do, and I know we're, we're going down the wire here. Number one is you are responsible for your self-esteem, not mm. your spouse. So you have to own responsibility for that and make sure if you feel inferior or less than, you can't blame your spouse for that. That's your job to fix. That's your job to fix. You've got to be responsible for your self-esteem. And if you could become the cure to your spouse's fear of failure, it will change your entire relationship. Mm. Guys, this is probably the the most valuable hint that we're going to give you today on the show is that if you can be a source of validation and reassurance every day that your spouse knows that they have value and that they're good enough and they get that in the way they need to hear it, whichever love language they have, you are going to get rid of all that resentment, disappointment, all that selfishness and all of it. Yeah. If you can be the cure to their core fear. And the way that we do that is validation, showing up with love, with praise. And in that time, sometimes it's it's hard. We don't want to show up like that, right? So, so one of us has to dig deep at that point and make the decision to be the cure to the other person's fear. And if we do that, then things can begin to move forward. Yeah, but it means setting ego aside, doesn't it? So yeah. it's not always easy to do, but it is the answer. If you want to repair what's not working in your relationship, 
we got to get the fear out so love can come back in. Yeah. So if you haven't taken the 12 shape assessment yet, jump on to 12shapes.com because this is going to give you a lot of insight about your behavioral patterns with fear of failure and the same with your spouse. So that's a lot of what we do is we start there with these couples and then we show and teach them how to be the cure to each other's fear. Hey, we have to take a break, uh, but after the break, we're going to talk more about how to really show up with love instead of fear. You're with Relationship Radio here with Master Coaches Nicole and Kim on Voice America. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Why does my marriage have to be so hard? How do I get my team to communicate without drama? Why is my boss such a jerk? Why is my mother-in-law so controlling? If you want the answers to these questions and many more, you must read the new book called The People's Guidebook for Great Relationships. It's a small book and a quick read, but packed with the information you've always needed to understand and get along with all the people in your life. Master Life Coaches Nicole and Kim show you how to resolve conflicts and what language to use with each of your children to build more meaningful connections. In this new book, they reveal their life-changing 12 Shapes People Science and teach you about yourself and other people on a level that changes everything. Get your copy of the People Guidebook for Great Relationships at 12shapes.com. Again, the number 12shapes.com. Most companies have an existing accounting and finance department which are very capable of handling their day-to-day workload. However, all companies have extra or lingering projects from time to time. Now CFO provides extra professionals as an extension of your current team for those times. We help push accounting and finance projects across the finish line. We can also backfill full-time finance and accounting positions on an interim basis. Now CFO is a fully scalable outsourced solution. Throttle our hours up or down depending on your needs. Now CFO consultants work under your guidance at your location so you can oversee the hours we put in. We are engaged to deliver a solution. Visit nowcfo.com to learn more or call nowcfo at 1-855-669-2361 to schedule a free consultation today. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. You are listening to Relationship Radio. To reach Nicole Cunningham and Kim Giles or their guest today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. If you'd rather send an email, please send it to info at upskillrelationships.com. Now back to Relationship Radio. Welcome back. You're with Nicole and Kim here on Relationship Radio for Voice America. So we're excited. Today we've really got into some nitty-gritty about marriage and about relationships and, and how fear of failure looks. We've talked about the how to be the cure to your partner's fear. So let's unpack that a little bit more, Kim. Now, the 12 states... 12-shape relationship system that we've developed, has, that's that's been a 15-year journey of, of us putting that information together. And basically, the understanding f- that you can get from that is how your behavior 
is different to the other people in your life, right? Yeah. Well, how you're wired is different from how they're wired. Now, we have a lot of people who, who think that the 12 shapes are personality types, kind of similar to some of the other tests that are on the market. I just want everybody to understand for a minute that what's different about the shapes is that they're based on what we believe is the key driver's to behavior at that foundational level we've been talking about, yeah, which is what people fear and what they value. So we've been talking today about fear of failure. We're going to, on another show, we're going to get into fear of loss. Um, Nicole, talk a little bit about the four levels of value, and maybe we can have our listeners really see if one of them resonates with them. Yeah, so there's a fundamental relationship behavior that we get from doing this. Now, some people value people more than anything else. So it's all about their relationship collateral, right, or or capital. As people say, they love filling up with other people. So they they don't like to be alone. No, no, and they often feel better when they're with others. They get filled up by, by being with others. They love communicating. They They love having people around them all the time. So they want to talk through all their thoughts and issues and stuff with people. So they generally talk a lot. Yep. They, you always tease them that they, even in the car, they're always on the phone with someone. Yeah. They don't want to be alone. Yeah. And and they're really great at maintaining relationships. New people, old people in their life, it, it's just effortless for them to have a really, really big you know, connection, a big network. Okay, so that's right? the first one. So ask yourself, are you somebody like that who values people most or are you a person who values tasks? Now, this is where both you and I are, Kim. So we're on that task level because we're arrows, which means we like lists. We like getting things done. We like speed. We like drive. We like completing things. And sometimes we can be a little bit workaholic, right? We can. And, and we love people. We're absolute. We adore people. It's our whole business, right? We really fill up with some alone time, mm. and we need that alone time so we have something to give. Go back in and be there for our friends and family. And we place a lot of importance on the, our performance, right? So we like doing. The people on the task lines, the task line, are the doers, right? They're not gunners. Or I'm going to think about it and maybe do it later. They're the doers. The next line where people show up differently and what they value is things. Now, this doesn't mean they're materialistic. It means that they really appreciate the things that are around us. So the beauty in nature, art, you know, they like building and acquiring things. They like to, to gain a lot of success by seeing things change from one thing to another. So they're often artists or inventors. Or even entrepreneurs and leaders who like to build and scale companies, right? Right. And then the fourth level of value that makes us all different is ideas. Now, these are the people who are not just our researchers and, and people who could come up with innovative things but they're the people who really think things through they have strong opinions on things they have very different ideas and they like to have their ideas heard by others so these four different ways in which we place value all are different so there's there's 12 different shapes there's 12 different people in the planet but they all value those things differently. Now, the important thing to know is that this is not a label, right? This is not something, it's a category that you get shipped into and and none of them have more value than any others. All of the shapes, all 12 of them have the same value, but they're just different. choose to see people that way, the way we've taught. Which is is the healthiest (laughs) way, right? the healthiest way. Now, the reason we want you to maybe... Think through those four categories and figure out which one you are and which one your partner, your spouse is, is because we want to teach you how to be the cure to their fear of failure. And it's tied to what they value. So can I give an example? Yeah. 
So I remember when you first explained this to my husband that I, I have a lot of fear of failure, so I need a lot of validation. And he had a tendency to like to validate me by telling me how beautiful I am and how um, gorgeous I look today. And, and he was always giving me validation and it wasn't filling me up. Which, by the way, great effort, right? Yes, he was, he was He was validating, but it's not the validation you needed to hear. Now, this is really critical. If we want to be the, the cure to someone's fear, we've got to understand what kind of validation they need to receive. Now, for you as an arrow, it's totally based on your tasks because that's what you value the most instead of your appearance, right? So you had to adjust that and teach him to adjust that, or I did, um, and then say, right. So the way to show up for Kim and to quieten her fear is to tell her, wow, you're just such an amazing businesswoman. And gosh, you just did so well when you presented in front of so many people today and you're really killing it at work, right? Right, because those are the things I care about. And and that's really what it's about is I don't spend a lot of time on my appearance because I don't care enough about that. I'm more focused on all the things I'm doing. So obviously that's where I want to be validated. But you've got to look at your spouse and figure out what they care about. And that's what you've got to validate them over. So could you give us some examples of validation to give people in each of the four categories? Yeah. So so if the, your spouse is on the people line or you are yourself, you want to receive validation about, gosh, you're such a kind person, the way that you show up, or you're a great listener, or I just love how you're always there and you can be depended on, right? The way you support me in that way. And and would you also want to spend a lot of time listening to them and, and being with them? Because yeah. they probably really value that that connection you wanting to spend time connected with them is what would make them feel loved yeah so sometimes that that time together is actually more their currency than words of validation okay so we talked about the task row with me the validation about what i do and maybe also actually giving me some space letting me have some time alone is actually to get loving, my things done loving me and helping with my fear how about somebody on the things so for the things category? line we either compliment what it is that they are creating so if they're an artist or an inventor or you know that they've got these great things that they're creating we can either compliment them in that way or we can also show that we care about the things that they care about Right. So if they care about architecture or music or they're really into, you know, gardening or something like that, me showing up to my spouse to go, you know what, these things that you care about, tell me, teach me because they love sharing about it. Right. right. Tell me more about what we need to do with this permaculture garden. Right. One of the best ways we can show up for the people in the things line and for the ideas line. Again, it's validation. Tell me more about that. You know, why? how did you come to that idea? Why is that point of view really important to you? Now, sometimes these people on the ideas line can be pretty opinionated. So it can be hard sometimes if you have a conflicting opinion. But being the cure to their fear is you put your stuff aside and you actually show up with love to say, yeah, tell me more about that. So I, I've got some people in my life I really love that are on the opinion line. And, and if I disagree with their opinion, they feel like I don't value them. And so that is something we have to handle kind of carefully. Yeah. Okay. So, yes, I know we're running out of time. Our show goes by too fast. So but really, wrap this up. So the key message today was to understand that what drives human behavior is fear of failure. 
right? That's underneath all of the bad behavior that you're you're exhibiting in yourself and that you see in others. And that we have a system that can actually teach you how to be the cure to that person's fear and also how to mitigate your own, right? And you can do that through working out what shape you are at 12shapes.com. Take the survey, get everyone in your family too, because if you can be the cure to their fear, you can show up with love and compassion, all of those things of, of being defensive and needy and, you know, pulling back and all of that bad behavior that you know you do and you don't want to do anymore, to, you, you can actually be the cure to that for yourself and for others. Okay, so if you want to learn more, they also could get our new book, The People Guidebook. We highly recommend it. tells about every shape. It explains the fear of failure and how to get out. It's all in that little tiny book. Yeah. So if you don't have it, go to our website, 12shapes.com. And before we go, I, I just want to do another shout out and thank you to our amazing sponsor, Jim Bennett, and the, the, everybody at Now CFO that we just love and appreciate so much for the great work that they do. They're the best accounting help for any business, large or small, that needs some extra affordable accounting help. So thank you so much, guys. Thanks for joining us today. We hope that this has been really valuable. Make sure you check out our website at 12shapes.com. You can also email into us to get some assistance. Thank you for joining us. We'll be back next Thursday here on Relationship Radio for Voice America. Woohoo! Thank you for being a part of Relationship Radio. We hope you've not only received some great ideas to improve the relationships in your life, but we'll join Master Coaches Nicole Cunningham and Kim Giles again next Thursday at noon Eastern Time and 9 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Until we meet again, have a wonderful week.